Welcome back to the Reach Your Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian at The Climbing Dietitian. So today, what we're going to talk about is the weekend paradigm, which is something that I've come up with to describe the eating patterns on the weekend that affects one's ability to lose weight because of the effect on the calorie balance you know, as a whole. So let's get into this topic. Let's dive into exactly what you need to know regarding the weekend paradigm and how it can actually affect your fat loss progress. Let's get into it. So the simple fact is a lot of people actually undo their progress on the weekend. And it's something that not many people actually think about. But the weekend have, can have such a big impact on your caloric balance that's not realized by a lot of people. And then that's when it leads to feelings. And perhaps you're the same. Perhaps this is an experience that happened to you, sorry. But the feeling of like, I'm on track with my diet most of the time, yet I'm still not making progress. And then you wonder, you know, what is happening? Why is this happening? You know, is there even a point to this weight loss journey that I'm on? Well, the fact is that what could be happening and this is one out of many things that could be happening that could be stalling your progress, is what's called the weekend paradigm. And that's just a term that I've come up with to describe the caloric intake that one has on the weekend that can actually influence the overall caloric balance of the entire week. So to put it simply, the weekend paradigm would look like this. Let's say that your requirements for, for calorie intake to lose weight, let's say. Let's, let's use fat loss, for example, here, just because I know a lot of you, my listeners, are trying to lose weight. What happens is, let's say your 1800 is your, is your requirements. 1800 is what you need to consume to be in a deficit, you know, not too low of a deficit, but in a deficit. Then, you know, you kind of tiptoe around that 1800 throughout the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? But then on the weekend, on Saturday and Sunday, what happens is you consume calories above that, that requirement to such an extent that it actually offsets any deficit that you kind of created throughout the week so that could look like perhaps a 3,000 calorie day on saturday maybe 2,500 day on, on sunday and that overall your caloric balance throughout the week for the whole entire week is not in the deficit and that is simply what the weekend paradigm is it's that feeling of it's the weekend let's let's enjoy and don't get me wrong you need to enjoy okay as part of all this you need to be able to have something that's sustainable and that suits your lifestyle but at the end of the day if you want to get that good, consistent results, there's going to have to be some compromise. Also, you're going to have to be on track more often than you're not on track. And the weekend, any day really, but the weekend is when it usually happens. One day is enough to offset any caloric deficit you have maintained simply because that's just the way the body works. It's just the physiology of the body and nutrition. It's, it can be annoying. I understand that. It's an annoying part of it. You know, If only weight loss was easy, right? If only it was easier and we didn't have to worry about the physiology of the body and the way metabolic adaptation can affect us, you know, potentially and all these other things that can affect us. If only that wasn't the case, but it is. So the weekend paradigm really is just one of the things that can really influence your results when it comes to nutrition because it can really influence the the baseline, the foundation of what is needed to lose weight, which is maintaining a caloric deficit consistently. Now, I'm not saying you have to always be in a caloric deficit. There might be days when you go above, but the weekend paradigm specifically refers to when you're eating to such a caloric surplus on those days that it really just makes no difference with that you were in a deficit for the rest of the week. 
So really that is what the weekend paradigm is, okay? Because I want to start out by explaining exactly what it is so you know what I'm talking about. So you're not wondering what is this made up phrase that you've made up, <laughs> okay? So I really want to give you an idea of that first before we delve into more about this topic and more about how you can actually look at it from your perspective and see what you can do to overcome that. So let's start by actually looking at why this happens. And there are a number of reasons that they can happen, okay? There's a number of reasons that can lead to a weekend paradigm, okay? Obviously, the most obvious one is just lack of awareness, okay? You're not aware that this is a, the thing that can occur. You don't think that the weekend matters that much. It's only one or two days, right? And this is something a lot of people fall into, especially when they start out, is they wonder, you know, why does it matter so much on weekend during the week? You know, the, most of the time, I'm, I'm on track. Thing is, that's, that's correct, being on track most of the time and just having a bit of you know deviations from your plan is okay and you can still get progress that way. Obviously, if you find out you're not getting progress anymore, because remember, everyone is different, everyone is individual, then obviously you can kind of narrow down and kind of really kind of um, suss out exactly what's happening and go more specific and more strict. But generally speaking, you don't have to be 100% on point with your nutrition every single time to gain results, okay, to lose weight, to whatever it may be. But the thing is, the weekend paradigm specifically refers to such a fluctuation in energy intake that actually offsets any deficit. So we're not talking about, oh, I've had 200 calories extra this day. We're not talking about that. We're talking about when you're eating 1,000, 2,000 calories more than what your requirements are. Simply because maybe you went out and had a takeaway one or two times or you've drunk a lot of alcohol, so binge drink or whatever it may be. Any, any one of those reasons could be a factor there. But lack of awareness and knowing that that is a possibility it leads a lot of people astray. And that's a big one that I find, especially with clients that I work with when they come and see me. I'm not losing weight. What's happening? I'm eating this many calories, but it's not working. Simple fact is perhaps you're not aware exactly what has been consumed, for one. But let's say you are. Number two, you're not aware that the weekend paradigm can be such an important factor to consider and such a strong influencer of your caloric intake. So lack of awareness, remember that. The other one obviously is binging, okay? Where maybe you're aware that you shouldn't be doing this, you're aware that this could offset any progress, but you binge, whether it's a psychological thing, which in case if it is really, you wanna get you want to get someone to help you through that, okay? Not just, some, not just someone such as myself, like Dr. Shev, there's something really deep-rooted in that binge eating behavior. You know, seeing someone like a psychologist, someone can really be beneficial. But that aside, binging can sometimes come down to just maybe not even caring that much. Okay, let's use that as an example. Let's delve into that more for, so for this podcast today. Binging just for the sake of binging. Okay, maybe you're just like, oh, who cares? My friends invited me out. We wanted to get a big bucket of KFC and maybe you bought yourself an extra on the side. Or maybe you're just like, yeah, we're going partying. And these old things, these old things are okay. If this is something you know the, know the potential impact of that it can have on, you know, on your results, so to speak, then that's fine. It's up to you. It's your right to do these things. Don't get me wrong. I'm not here to preach. I'm just here to just make you more aware that binging and not being aware of the impact the binging can have can actually influence your results. So don't be kind of, you know, stressing out or getting angry or whatever it is just because your results are not showing. If you know that you're not putting in exactly what needs to be done to actually lose the weight, okay? That's the important part to consider. And I guess that kind of leads into the next thing, which is the all or nothing mentality. This one is big. This one is actually one of the biggest reasons that weekend paradigm occurs. It's the all or nothing mentality when it comes to food. And specifically, it's usually indulgent food, you know, treat foods, you know, those kind of things, you know, cheat meals and all those things. I don't like the use of that word, but, you know, cheat meals, cheat weeks, whatever you want to call them. The all or nothing mentality will break your progress. I'm here to say it. 
If you develop an all or nothing mentality and don't work on it, you will find that the success you want with your fat loss is not going to be there. Okay, that is simply fact. The fact is, all or nothing mentality is what leads a lot of people astray. And to give you an idea what this is, it's maybe a Friday night. You've had a stressful day at work. You come home and your husband's already got out the block of chocolate. And you're like, I'm stressed. I feel like chocolate. And don't get me wrong. Chocolate is not bad to eat. It's the way you eat it that matters. But let's say for the purpose of this, you smash down half of that chocolate bar, that that family-sized chocolate bar. What happens now is that feeling of guilt. You feel like you've given up. You feel like you've failed. And because of that, this leads to the all or nothing mentality. The, the notion that, well, I was good on my diet, but now I've eaten a bit of this chocolate. So what's the point? All or nothing. Okay. Let's just eat all the chocolate. Let's, I'll binge this week and doesn't matter. I'll start again Monday. But then what happens when Monday does not happen in terms of you then continue a binge week? Maybe even, maybe even just you start back on Monday, but that's at least two days where you haven't been on track. And, that, and while that might not be an issue in itself, what happens then when this becomes a behavior that repeats, okay, a perpetuating behavior that keeps occurring, it's not going to be good for your results. So all or nothing mentality, you really have to stamp that out because all or nothing mentality can really lead to things such as the weekend paradigm, which can make it hard for you to stay in a caloric deficit for the week. So think about that. The next one is social pressure. Now, social pressure can be linked to any of these here that I've just talked about, of course. But let's just look at it from just a bare bones, minimum way to kind of think about it. The fact that if your friend's like, hey, come on, just drink, just drink, drink more. Or hey, here, have some more food, have some more food. Or hey, you want to go out again? Like, you know, we'll go get some burgers again or whatever it may be. Just the pressure that you feel in a social setting to undertake an eating thing, uh, eating behavior or eating habit or whatever it may be, that's not going to be conducive to your goals. And I'm a big, big supporter of flexible diet. Okay, I use the flexible nutrition, flexible macros, all that kind of stuff with my clients. But there has to be a balance. There has to be moderation. Okay, there has to be consistency. And when social pressure becomes like a big influential factor, that's when it can become an issue because that's when you can't control yourself. Once you're in control of your own nutrition, you're in power. World's your oyster when it comes to nutrition then. But once other factors are influencing you, that's when it becomes an issue. Okay, So think about that. Social pressure can lead to weekend paradigm. The next one is rebound hunger. Now, this one can be a big one for some people. It's the kind of thing where people starve themselves on a given day or given week and then it comes the weekend and then because they've been hungry and starving themselves so long, they just have that rebound effect where you just become ravenous. Okay, and this is physiology as well. The body does not like to feel starved. Okay, you know, that's just that's just simple fact. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> so rebound hunger is a real thing especially if you've been restricting calories a lot, and especially if you have a lapse in you know, concentration, a lapse in kind of effort or motivation, this can lead to you just go, click, I feel like eating more. And then you start, and then that can obviously lead to, you know, if it's um, pushed by social pressure as well, it can lead to all or nothing mentality. Then especially if you're not aware of the impact that one weekend can have, this can lead to overall issues there. Now you've got a whole cluster of issues, all a part of this weekend paradigm that's leading you astray. So think about that. Be mindful of how hungry you are during the week. That's why with my clients, I always look at hunger. I don't just go, hey, step on the scale. Okay, you've lost two kilos. Good. Get on with your day. No, we look at hunger because hunger is important. Okay, hunger physiology. If you're hungry constantly and feeling like crap, 
you're probably not eating enough or there's something else going on or you're not managing your cravings or there's something going on there. And if you are perpetually hungry, chronically hungry, the rebound effect can be effect, uh, like can be quite strong and can be quite significant and it can really affect your energy intake. So keep a mindful eye on that. Then you got other ones like this, like rookie error. You know, obviously when you start out, it kind of links to awareness, I guess. You know, you don't realize, you know, oh, it's just a weekend. Oh, oops, sorry, I'll, I'll improve next time. And that's all good. You know, it's a learning progress. Okay, experience is the best teacher. Remember that. Experience, obstacles, all that things are best teachers because they will teach you what not to do, what to do, what to do well, what not to do well. It'll teach you what to do, basically. So remember, experience is a great teacher and being rookie doesn't matter. You'll learn, you'll live. So, but rookie error, nonetheless, is still an influencing factor. And then the final one I'm going to talk about today is minimal tracking, at least in the in the beginning. Now, this one, this one is probably up there with awareness because it's pretty much linked to it, really. But minimal tracking, if you're on like a macro plan, for example, is a is a common one when it comes to weekend paradigm because people start macro planning and infrastructure macros, not realizing that consistency is important. Yes. And yeah, flexibility is important as part of it, but the weekend is enough to offset it. So I guess really it does link to the awareness. But if you're, if you're someone that tracks as part of your nutrition plan, you need to track on the weekend and you need to track accurately. You need to know exactly what's going on. You need to know your weekly caloric requirements. Don't just look at day by day. Look at it weekly. And that's going to help you stamp out any, any issues with weekend paradigm because you'll be more aware of what's going on and what you have to do to mitigate any risk of that. So yeah, hope that makes sense for that one. So like, how can this affect your results long-term? Well, it's obvious. If you don't realize that the weekend paradigm is occurring, okay? If you don't realize that this is something that's actually influencing your results, you're not going to be able to work on it, okay? You're not going to be able to work on it effectively. And because of that, it's going to keep happening, okay? It's going to keep on happening. And if it keeps on happening, it's not going to be nice for your results because you're not going to maintain that overall consistency that is needed. hope that makes sense, but it's pretty clear that how it can affect long-term results? Well, if you don't work on it, it's simple. It's going to keep happening. It's going to keep derailing you. And the consistency that is needed for successful long-term fat loss, the consistency that is needed for long-term weight gain in terms of muscle, whatever it may be, the consistency that is needed for any health change, any performance change, is just not going to be there. So I guess now I want to kind of delve into how do you assess if this is happening, Okay. Now, this is very simple, okay? It's literally, you track your food for a couple of weeks every single day, every single fucking day. <coughs> Sorry about that if that was very loud in your ears. You basically, you assess what is happening. You track, okay? You compare your weekdays to your weekends. You look at your weekly calories, okay? So that's the important part. So looking at your weekly calories is going to be the real kind of make or break you, you'll know okay if you're working with a sports dietitian such as myself or something like that you'll know what your calorie requirements are okay you'll know what you need to be hitting let you just time that daily one by seven you've got your weekly calories okay and then just start looking at not just daily but weekly calories as you go and then you'll see whether you offset your progress on the weekend it's simple as that and then how do you avoid this in the future okay because this is going to be an important one for you guys because Okay, cool. You now know what it is. You know how to become well aware of it. But how do you avoid it? Because sometimes life happens. Sometimes shit happens. And what happens then? Okay, what do you do then? The simple way, the most practical way for you to avoid this 
is to one, plan. Plan ahead, okay? I have all my clients planning. Whether it's week ahead, a day ahead, doesn't matter. Choose what works for you. Choose what suits your lifestyle. Choose what's more effective for you and yourself. What's your preference? But plan nonetheless, okay? Plan your week. Okay, do like a weekly. So here's my recommendation. Here, okay, repeat. Okay, listen to this again if you have to. Get a week planner. Plan out your meals and snacks for the week. And then each day, each night before the day ahead, plan out the specific amount so that you can actually hit your macros and hit your calories. There you go. Two-prong approach that's going to work when it comes to planning, okay? Weekly plan up for the general, for the macro level, and for the micro level, plan the night ahead, you know, set aside half an hour and just kind of nut it out, kind of, you know, distribute the, the, the macros as needed, you know, add the amounts that are needed just to manipulate into the calories that you need. There you go. That's the starting point for you. I recommend you do that. Then the next thing is obviously track. As part of this, you, like if you're following macros, you'll be tracking. So just consistently track. The end. <laughs> okay, just con- it's consistently track and you'll be fine. The third thing is create a routine. Okay, you have to have a routine to be successful with a lot of things. And nutrition can be the same. Just winging it all the time and kind of half-assing it and just kind of that. That can work for some people. For example, myself, sometimes I'm not, like I'm pretty routine with most things. But when it comes to nutrition, sometimes I'm a bit more flexible day in, day out. But that's because that's come from years of understanding stuff. That's become from basically living in the trenches when it comes to this stuff. So I'm a lot more effective with it. You will get to that point where you can be more flexible. But if you're starting out and you're experiencing things like weekend paradigm, you need to create a routine of some sort, whether that's using the planning and the tracking to help establish that. But you just need to have some kind of routine where you get into, whether that's having a planning session each night or whatever it may be. Or I'll only have social times, you know, this time, this time, this time. Just kind of be structured to some degree is what I'm trying to get at. And the fourth thing is important and simply get accountability, okay? It's all good and all to have motivation, do it ourselves, but sometimes you just need to get that accountability, okay? Now, whether that, that could be to start out with just yourself, make yourself accountable, write down some rules for life, write down some, some rules around your nutrition, okay? Write down your goals, write down what you must and must not do when it comes to nutrition. That will create some accountability for yourself. Then the second kind of tier is, you know, get some accountability, yeah, sorry, accountability from a friend or family member, someone that you can really kind of talk to that can help support you, pretty obvious stuff. Then obviously the the big one is get accountability from a professional, okay? Seek out like myself or someone, like a sports dietitian, okay? They can help take the guesswork out of what you're doing and help guide you when it comes to nutrition. You don't have to do it alone. But accountability in any kind of sense of the word is going to help, whether that's accountability itself to someone else, doesn't matter. Get accountability, you'll see how much more easy it is to get results. Okay, so now what we're gonna do is what, what we're gonna talk about now is what do we do when a weekend paradigm occurs to help mitigate the influence that that would have on our, on our progress, okay? So essentially strategies to overcome the effects of weekend paradigm. That's essentially what we're looking up here. There's one simple one that I like to use is reduce your calories ever so slightly on the subsequent days that occur. So to give you a practical way to do this, let's say that you realize that on the weekend you went over your weekly budget, your calorie budget, sorry, by, let's say, let's make keep it easy, 2,000, 2,000 calories, okay? Now, how you choose to do this next part is up to you. This will all depend on what your actual calorie targets are because you don't want to be too low on some days because that's going to be hard to maintain. But let's say you realize that, 
let's say you realize that you want to cut each of your days afterwards. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you want to reduce those by 500 calories. This is all hypothetical. I'm not saying you have to do it this way, but it's just hypothetical to give you an idea. You can then cut your calorie intake on those days by 500 to help compensate for the fact that you went 2000 over. Okay. That's something that you can do. Now, this is, of course, if you're, if, you, if a weekend paradigm keeps occurring or it has occurred a lot and you're just not seeing the results that you want for the time that you put in and you're really frustrated. Obviously, one weekend here and there is not going to hurt your progress overall, okay? Remember, you did not get the body of your dreams. You did not get the performance of your dreams. You did not make that significant change in two days. So don't fucking expect and worry about losing all that progress in two days. It's not going to happen like that. This is more so over time when the weekend paradigm becomes a reality. It just occurs all the time. And especially this is if you're someone who's maybe got a specific goal in mind that's coming up, maybe for a contest prep or for a uh, making weight or whatever it may be, a sporting performance kind of thing, or whether it's just saying that you're just chronically under eating and these kind of days just offsetting your progress. But if you want to, you can you can compensate for it by reducing your calories you know, ever so slightly on the subsequent days. That's one strategy, okay? Now, the other day, a strategy is if you can plan ahead, okay, if you know that the weekend paradigm might occur, you can do like a slightly fasting day the day, night before, or the day before, sorry. So maybe on the Friday, you do like a intermittent fasting regimen or something like that, where you eat less on that day knowing that you're going to compensate for it on the weekend. That could be something if you want to plan ahead, okay? This is all, again, if you want to be very specific with your with your calories. You don't have to necessarily do these things if the weekend paradigm doesn't occur that much to you or it's only very ever so slightly. But these are a couple of strategies that can really can work. So like I said, you just reduce your calories, you know, on a day-to-day basis or you can even just do, you can even just do like a more general kind of approach where, uh, yeah, you've gone over by, let's say you've gone over your weekly calorie by 1,000. That's a more practical kind of thing to use. 1,000 calories on the weekend. What you can just do is just throughout that next week, just cut down a thousand calories worth of, uh, of intake throughout the week whenever you want. That could be a way to do it. Of course, you can do the fasting, like I mentioned. These are just strategies if you really, really want to go specific and really want to start streamlining your results. But remember, one weekend paradigm is not going to out, outdo any progress for you, okay? Because the reality is you did not get a huge amount of progress in two days. You're not going to uh, you know, offset any progress in two days. So you don't have to stress in that regard but you just don't want this to keep occurring, especially if you've got specific goals in mind. And especially if you start realizing that you're actually off track more than you are on track. And then you start stressing and worrying and getting annoyed that your results are not showing. It could simply mean you just need to go more dialed down and more consistent with your nutrition. So there you go. Hopefully that that has kind of explained this weekend paradigm for you. It's something I really want to talk about. Really, I think it's very important for a lot of people to realize just because it's something that, Simply put, it's saying that people are not aware of, not to a great extent anyway. Or it's saying that they're aware of, you know, the baseline level, but they kind of forget about it when the weekend comes and things like that. So hopefully this, you know, this podcast episode coming out on a Friday, okay? This should be out on a Friday if you listen to this now in Australia. You should be like, oh, okay. Well, now you'll be more aware of what's happening on the weekend and how that can influence my results. Hopefully you'll be asking yourself that question. But yeah, just really want to answer this because I really think it's something important that we talk about. It's something that I find a lot of, people struggle with a lot of clients come to me and they wonder what's happening we audit their diet and we find out that this is occurring or we find out there's not enough consistency or we simply find out that they're doing things well and they're you know and whether they're happy or not you know if they're happy they're happy but the thing is they're usually not happy with the results that are happening it's you know very slow results and then we realize it's just because they're not on track as much as they are off track or they're off track just that bit too much 
So yeah, hopefully this has kind of answered answered this kind of this topic for you. If you do have any questions, obviously you can reach out to me through Instagram. You know, send me a DM there. Uh, there should be a link in the description for this podcast. Okay, in the show notes. Of course, you can, you know, if you want one-on-one coaching, reach out as well. You know, I do have some spots available in my private nutrition coaching program where we delve into a lot of this kind of stuff and we actually, you know, get a good plan going for you. But, you know, as always, you know, if there's any kind of questions you have regarding this, just reach out, okay? I'm happy to discuss this further. Hope I've summed it all up for you well. I've kind of gone through most of the points that I want to go through today, you know, and I want to just make sure you understand not only what the weekend paradigm is, but what what makes it occur and how you can actually potentially mitigate it or at least become aware of it so you can start not even necessarily having to mitigate it every time, but just be more aware that you're not occurring, like it's not occurring as many times as it has been. So yeah, I'll conclude this now. Hopefully you've enjoyed today's podcast and yeah, talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much, guys, for checking out my podcast. Hope it brought you some great value today. You can check me out on socials under The Climate Dietitian or on www.theclimatedietitian.com.au. I've got some great stuff out there for you guys, some free valuable content. So yeah, please check it out, guys. And yeah, until next time, thank you.